0: Tonight on Whiskey Waffle. The, the Whiskey Club, shall we say, except not not the, the Whiskey not, Club. Not the Whiskey Club. Not they, not the Whiskey the Club. Whiskey whiskey the Whiskey Club. Whiskey Club. <laughs> Bacon Run Peressence go just so Ten, well together. Hand in hand. That's this episode on Whiskey Waffle, the podcast. I mean cast. Welcome along, fellow wafflers. Welcome along to another Whiskey Waffle Podcast. My name is Nick. My name is Ted. And, uh, gosh, I don't know about you, Ted, but I'm pretty pleased
1: to be here. I'm certainly stoked. Thrilled, in fact. Absolutely, absolutely, gobsmackingly astounded yeah. that I am in your presence.
0: I know. Well, I mean that's pretty impressive because you seemed pretty exhausted about thirty seconds ago. So you've you found a second wind. I have perked. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you have. It's because I shoved a dram of whiskey in, under yeah, your nose. Yeah,
1: I, I have something uh, pleasantly spicy in my mouth.
0: Indeed, indeed. Um, now I gave him a bit of Starwood. That that got him mm. going.
1: And this this is uh, this is no ordinary Starwood. No, mm. no. In fact, this is a. Whiskey Club hey, Starwood.
0: Whiskey which, Club? What is this club yes. you talk about?
1: Well, funny you should say that mm. or ask that, or I should even mention it. What? Wow. What a coincidence. <laughs> what a coincidence. Uh this is something that we may talk about later in the episode.
0: On tonight's episode, not only are we talking about some whiskey clubs and subscriptions, um we're also featuring our very first Patreon chosen whiskey review. Yeah, we put a few whiskies out there to our, our small but loyal group of Patreons. I think they are definitely loyal. You guys are the best. Yeah, and they settled on a, a, a new Bunhaven release.
1: Like, like uh, Bunhaven, it's got a complicated name. Um, it'll be fun to try to say later. <laughs> yeah. uh, it's fun to
0: try and spell. I've had to write it for the last week or so. Yeah. I,
1: I um, when, when we sent out our samples to our... Uh, our drinking buddies. Our drinking buddies... I broke it down phonetically (laughs) just so they would be able to understand it.
0: Nice work, nice work. Um, But Speaking of which, Ted, we've got some new official wafflers that have just jumped on board.
1: Ah, yes, yes. This is an important time of the intro Mm. now. Please, everyone, be standing. We won't bother. We're we're too comfortable. It's quite comfortable. (laughs) um, Everyone else, if you could please stand. Excellent, yeah. As we induct our new official wafflers, we induct you as official wafflers. To pontificate purposefully and verbalize verbosely. Adrian Graham. Steve Zetti. Z- J-
0: Jetti? Seti? Set- S- Zetti? 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 Zeti. well again we've got to pronounce someone's name wrong that's just the rules and um you know obviously Adrian Graham is very upset about the way I said his name so oh <laughs>
1: uh, yes we, we always like the odd the odd sort of random Zed thrown into the into the mix though indeed just, it just indeed. makes things things interesting um Steve please please come back with an angry response that we have completely mispronounced your name <laughs>
0: it's Chate. <laughs> alright then well Ted I think we have done all we need to do it's time that we got on with the episode.
1: ba da they have got a very similar model to... Um, uh, uh, single model... No, which, which one am I saying? Whiskeyclub.com They've got a very single... <laughs> you go. <laughs> they've Yeah, they've got a very similar uh, model to... Uh, <laughs> oh, shit. oh my turn, my turn. They've got <laughs> Okay. No, wait, wait, wait. They've got a very similar model to whiskey club. Yes. Yes.
0: <laughs> the Whiskey Nick. Yes. You know what the coolest club is? The coolest club is the Whiskey Waffle Patreon. <laughs> damn
1: straight it is. Um, you but, know it,
0: baby. Yeah, but there's there's a lot of equal seconds out there that we um yeah that we should talk about, and I think this is something that a lot of our listeners will be kind of interested in because it's grown massively even in the last twelve months. Thanks, lockdown. Woo! Yeah, online shopping, but also online subscriptions.
1: Yeah, it. I suppose one of the one of the uh, big questions in uh, whiskey drinking is. What should I buy? Now, of course, you've got great uh, services like WhiskeyWaffle.com or yeah. the Whiskey Waffle Podcast to help you with those <laughs> recommendations. But sometimes you're like, you're standing in Uncle Dan's or down at the local Botlow, and you're like, oh, I don't know what I want. Well, subscription services have got you covered. They make the decision for you. All you have to do is generally decide whether you want to part with your money or not, and they will send you and whiskey or more. And you will have that one, and you will try it.
0: Yeah. Now, and it's probably worth mentioning just at this point, like, well, uh, as much as we love to be sponsored by all these subscription services, we're actually not. We we just sort of, we do our own thing. But um, we are actually a part of one of them, which is probably the the biggest one of all. And I'm sure a lot of our listeners are a part of it too, the um, very appropriately titled The Whiskey Club.
1: Yes, we are part of that. Well, actually... One of us is part of that and the other one of us just <laughs> yeah. sponges off the side. True, true, hmm. true. I wonder who which one that would be.
0: Um, what? Yeah. So we've got a few a few nice bottles over time from the Whiskey Club. But um I've gotta say I've been super impressed with the way they've built their customer base over the last few years.
1: Yeah, it's it's been a big journey for them actually. They've they've come from just a little little sort of buying club to mm. the largest whiskey sort of subscription service in the world.
0: Mm, just about, of, of this kind, certainly. Yeah. And um, we were really lucky that we actually caught up with Bertie Kaysen um, earlier on this year and did an interview with him, which is coming up later on this episode. So Hooray! stay tuned for that.
1: Um, yeah, it's it's amazing that this club is actually based out of a small flat. Yeah, in,
0: in Lindisfarne.
1: Lindisfarne or... in Tasmania, not yeah. the Scottish one. Yeah. no. <laughs>
0: Yeah, so they're they're doing they're doing amazing things. They've got thousands of subscribers, and they just offer a service which is pretty simple. Um, you subscribe for free, and if you want to get their whiskey of the month, you pay for it. If you don't, you skip. So technically, you could be a member and never actually buy a bottle
1: so it's opt out right Mm, it's opt out so the default is is if you take your eyes off the ball yeah (laughs) if you're away camping or something over
0: the first Friday of a month
1: (laughs) you're away with no signal and you think damn I really didn't want that whiskey this month but then oh no I'm
0: just gonna have to drink this Bushmills after all
1: yeah that's Yeah, that's the sort of model. So what what sort of price are we paying for these? Yeah,
0: so the, the bottles they reckon are somewhere between $100 $130. But that's not counting postage. They're generally around that 120 130 mark with another 10 15 for and this postage. this is Australian, of
1: course, as well. Yes,
0: true. Um, A few people overseas, I think, do get onto onto Bertie and get him to post some overseas. But then the postage goes up quite a lot.
1: Yeah. Um, so that that's just sort of the base whiskey. And what what sort of thing are the basic whiskies that you get out of it? There's...
0: They've actually really, really stepped it up in the last little while. Since the membership has grown, they've been able to get all sorts of really, really fancy stuff. I mean, they were doing larks for a hundred and thirty dollars not that long ago, which is mm. which is really cool. And they've just got a new abalour cask strength, which is it's like the Abuna, but it's not sherry. This one's the bourbon
1: cask. And I suppose one thing we didn't probably. Quite discuss was that the these whiskies that they get they're not it's not just you run of the mill one it's not just like a whatever twelve year old mm. straight off the shelf. Birdie's team will go and choose particular barrels and they'll release something different and interesting that you you just couldn't get yep. as a standard release.
0: And speaking of different and interesting, they also have an optional buy in an extra bottle every month and often it's um, almost always it's sort of a locally um, Australian made a lot of Tassie ones have come through at a slightly higher price point.
1: Yeah, generally a bit more X-y, but... Mm.
0: Yeah, stuff, that again, that you can't find anywhere else, mm. and there's been some really interesting ones, and some of them sell out in no time. Do
1: you, do you, th- do you think distilleries cower in fear this, these days when Bertie's uh, shadow uh, comes mm-hmm. through the door and just walks in and is like, Feed me, Seymour. Yes, yeah. hello, I would like to buy many of your casks.
0: <laughs> yeah, well... We're only a small distillery,
1: we can't afford it. <laughs> I will have them all. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Pretty much, pretty much. Um, but again, like he manages to, to do so much. So stay tuned for that interview coming up later because it, it's it's a great discussion and his history is a, is a great one.
1: So that is the Whiskey
0: Club. But the second one is actually completely different. You don't get a bottle every month. Instead, you get a lot of little bottles.
1: Three, in fact. Three little bottles, yeah. If you consider three a lot, then <laughs> that's... Yeah. But th- three is not bad. So this is... Whiskey loot,
0: yeah. Now, Joel got in touch with us a little while ago, and um, we yeah, we actually test out one of the very first ever whiskey loot sample packs. Um, and we were very, very impressed by the packaging. Gosh, there has been a lot of work going into the packaging of whiskey loot, it is schmick.
1: It's a lovely box. The whiskey, the whiskey loot logo looks a bit like the cat empire crown.
0: I think cat empire every time, <laughs> so I don't know how intentional that is, Joel, but um, yeah, but. Every month, you'll get sent three 60ml bottles of either contrasting or complementary whiskies that are just really interesting to try and um, compare and talk about. And it's always at the set price of
1: $59. What? So, let, let's just give an example. What have we got in this pack here? So, the very
0: first one they put out was um, Coval Distillery, which is a grain um, whiskey of some sort from America. And in actual fact, from Chicago, not just from... Chicago. It's not like, it's not like Kentucky. But there's also a... A bottle well, a sixty ml bottle of, of Pure Scot, which is made at Bladnock.
1: Yep. Uh Bladnock, interesting enough, is owned by an Australian. Mm. Boo, classless, <laughs> classless Australians know, owning. Ruining the... the
0: Scotch whiskey market. Um, and then there's a, a lime banners as well. A Port, um, port? Uh, port? port cask, yeah, forty three percent from from Western Australia. So yeah, gosh, they're three contrasting whiskies.
1: They also have a shop as well, an online shop that you can generally buy. I suppose it's probably leftover bottles from mm. previous releases, maybe some other things. Um, you also get some tasting, uh, tasting notes in the pack as well. Yeah, um, and a
0: lovely little tasting book on your first subscription. It's um, yeah, definitely worth checking out.
1: It'd be yeah, it'd be quite a nice thing to receive in the mail every month.
0: Yeah, though. I'm sure there's a few different Drams that you get that you know that you'd never get anywhere else. But um, finally, the the last. Um, it's not so much a subscription, but it's certainly a club, a whiskey club, <laughs> the whiskey club, shall we say? Except not not the, the whiskey not, club, not
1: the whiskey club, not but not the whiskey the club, whiskey the whiskey club. The whiskey club. Um, I think it's 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 one that is pretty much mandatory to wear a kilt, and mm-hmm. even if you don't wear a kilt, you have to wear it on the inside.
0: Yep, yep. Um, because there is an S in this malt whiskey society. Um, Scottish Malt Whiskey Society, or SWMS.
1: Is it Scotch Malt Whiskey Society? Yes, SMWS. Now, it was originally started in Scotland, mm-hmm. but there is an Australian branch of it too, which yep. you can be a member of. Now, speaking of being a member of...
0: Yes, it is a member. This is very much being part of the club. You yes. have to pay a membership fee um, of $120 Australian per year. And, and that, Nick,
1: what does that get me?
0: Well, uh, in terms of whiskey, not much. Um, It does access you um, sort of the right to attend events and things like that, but more importantly, it gives you access to be able to purchase the special SWMS bottlings, which um, to to pay for the right to spend your money, like it doesn't make a lot of sense, but some of these bottles that they put out are ridiculously good and also ridiculously rare. Yes, they cut. They've got this sort of Illuminati numbering system.
1: There is a yeah. There's this secret, secret numbering system. Which let's let's take a step back. What they do is they have struck up relationships with lots and lots of different distilleries, and they will go and they will select special casks uh, to use. And each distillery has a particular number. Yeah, they don't
0: reveal what the name of it is. It's, if, it's all if, very yeah, secret.
1: If you go like get a number five, it's always going to be from that particular distillery. And yeah, they absolutely do not reveal anything about which ones the distilleries are, and nobody except a very select few in the world know, apart from the fact if you go on the internet and you can just look it up.
0: Yeah, number five, did you say, Ted? Yes. Yeah, that is Ockintosh, and yeah. Um, <laughs> so you can actually look this one up, but one of the other brilliant things is they have amazing names and amazing names tasting are- notes. One of, some of the recent ones that are just on the website, La Vita Bella, or um, Delicate Masculinity, Ooh. or uh, Nettle Smooch. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Distillery number hundred, bottle twenty is Kermit's Kale Knackwurst. Interesting. Mm. This is an expensive one here, ninety five, bottle number thirty nine. This is from a vaults collection. Indian summer in a Japanese garden. Gosh, and that's going for a one, nearly one and a half grand. That one. They normally they are a bit more expensive. They're around that one hundred and fifty to two hundred and fifty sort of range. Uh. They've actually. That's not just Scottish. They do actually some like some overseas distilleries. I can see um yamazaki i can see some irish ones in there and if, more if, japanese
1: if you want to um hear some more about a particular release we do actually have a review on our website i once had a waxing a hot woodsman <laughs> which is a 1.209 what is his number one number one Glen farkless. farkless there you go so that was a Glen is 64.9 percent uh, and it's called Waxing a Hot Woodsman.
0: No, so it's, it's a fun club, but it's not really something we've decided to spend our money on. As no. much as it would be nice, it's just like, pfft, we've only got so many dollars coming in. And there's all
1: these subscription services. What do you do? What we must talk about is the dark side of subscription services. Oh, the dark side. The dark side. Do subscription services limit sort of personal exploration?
0: Well, Tim Duckett says yes. Timmy Duckett, our Heartwood overlord, he reckons that um, you know, why would you why would you let someone else decide what whiskey you buy? Just mm. you know, you've only got so many dollars. Go and choose what you want to buy yourself. Which like we we um you and I, Ted, we, we certainly know what we like and what we're interested in. Yeah. like, We wouldn't have any trouble going into um, Nick's Wine Merchants and coming out with a few bottles that we like.
1: Yeah, but I mean, for the time-poor housewife, what is she to do?
0: Well, exactly, but I don't know. The, during this lockdown year, the numbers mm. have, have boomed, and you know that's not through
1: lack of hours to scroll through Nick's. See, if we had been sort of signed up to one of these from the start... Which we did did talk about, like, Mm. early on in our uh, Whiskey Waffle career, we did sort of talk about it, too. I'm not sure if we would have sort of drunk as broadly and as deeply as we have from all the different things that we've sort of had a go at.
0: Yeah, or do you find you get yourself stuck in a rut where you keep buying the same style of bottle? You just keep going back to Isla Car strengths, <coughs> Vivian.
1: <coughs> yeah, see that's that's where it kind of balances up as well because one thing they do is deliver you something different mm. all the time. So you're not maybe just going back and getting stuck in the same rut, but then mm. yeah,
0: yeah, it's, <laughs> it's two of, sides of the same
1: coin. Deal, deals with the devil.
0: Yeah, I know. There's 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 a sort of weird 1984 whiskey, Big Brother looking out for you and saying, this is what you'll drink this month. And this might be a really good point to end on, our motto towards Whiskey Club. Yes, and this this is is very important. I espouse this. Yeah, yeah, because, you know, we we do get a few, like a bottle a month. Maybe one of us will get the bottle or Mm. maybe we'll each get a bottle because there's all these other options. But the rule is, Whiskey Whiskey Club Club is is for drinking. drinking. We're not going to put one of these Whiskey Club bottles away on the top shelf and save that for a special occasion and never quite seem to find the right occasion for it. Mm. Don't leave it unopened.
1: Even, even probably my most expensive Whiskey Club bottle mm. I've opened. Yes. Yeah. And and it's
0: not the best one, is it? No,
1: it's, it's not. More, more on that in a future episode mm. and article. Yes, if you do buy these club-style whiskies, please don't sit on them. No, nah. I mean it's probably fairly uncomfortable for a start, but also <laughs> you're all, you're going to get another one next month, so you need mm. to crack into them, enjoy yeah. them.
0: That's it. Share them with people. Mm. Don't hold back. So that's our thoughts on whiskey subscription services.
1: Um, are you part of a whiskey club? Mm. Do you, please tell us which one. What are your thoughts? Do you think it's good value for money? Would you recommend it? If you're it? subscribing to it, you probably do. But um have you tried different ones and think one's better than the other what are you looking for
0: yeah no we'd be really interested to hear so cuz our our experience is only fairly limited and what what's going on overseas as well we're only really talking about what you can get in australia
1: absolutely now please don't forget to subscribe to the best subscription service oh yeah absolutely the whiskey waffle patreon
0: mm. And drink along with us because we're about to do a review and um, a bunch of our patrons hopefully have received in the mail their little 30ml sample of our review whiskey, which is the Bunnehavn
1: Sturada. Sturada. The Bunnehavn Sturada.
0: Mm, Well, more about that soon. This stage of the recording block, pouring whiskey into a glass is becoming slightly complicated. The whiskey. Ted, fill me up. Zip. <laughs> <laughs> so Ted has poured out the last of the Bunahaven stew-rader. Stew-rader? stew stew So most importantly, what does stew actually mean?
1: It means a person who rides stew. <laughs> of course it does. Um, no, it means helmsman. Helmsman. Oh, so is in is in the guy on the front... The, As in the guy on the front the Buhnerhaven of the Haven bottle. sailor. Yes, Men like the Helmsman provided Budahabon with a lifeline to the mainland. A complex malt with rich sherry influence and aromas of fruit, nuts and spice. Mm. Ooh, that tells us lots. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, so this is a non-age statement. Yes, Am I right? Yes, very
1: nazzy. You can tell it's a naz because it's got a complicated second name. Well, exactly, yeah. just um, It's 46.3%. 46. Yes. That's not bad for a naz. A lot of nazs are much lower. Yes. Also... Bunnhaven was established in 1881. On where? Pop quiz, where was Bunnhaven established?
0: On the Isle of Isla.
1: No, it's was aloof, <laughs> <laughs> So, we've got this
0: Bunnhaven Sturada, which is... Is this meant to be like an entry level for Bunnhaven? Is that what's yeah, going on I think, here? I think it's a... Is it becoming more and more, uh, I guess, accessible for, for the common folk? I for, think so. I for think for the they're peasants. still
1: having problems with their aged stocks. Mm. And so... Uh, so
0: this has come out as a founder's reserve, shall we say for Bunhaven.
1: Yeah, except it's way better than that. Well
0: let's not jump to any conclusions. We haven't done the tasting yet.
1: I mean it could be way better than that.
0: <laughs> I'm gonna go with it couldn't be any worse.
1: right well, let, let's let's play let's play a game. All right. How much can I buy this for?
0: Well, I heard it on special at Dan Murphy's at the moment. Yes. Uh, for, for a decent little uh, sub-80 price, Australian. Thanks to, to Luke Crozier, one of our patrons, that has um, pointed this out. He basically wants to know, is it worth buying or not? Or should you just hmm. stick with the 12? Which I think is a really good way of framing this review. Is it worth buying over the 12, considering it's cheaper?
1: Now, what's what's the thing with Bunhaven?
0: It's from Isla, and it doesn't taste like a bonfire.
1: No, it does not. Bunhaven is like the... What do they build themselves as? The gentle the taste. Gentle of, taste. The gentle taste of mm. Isla. And they they're always quite sort of uh seawatery.
0: Yes. And and this is absolutely a good thing. We're not in any way criticizing. One of my favourite ever reviews that you've written on Whiskey Waffle is the twelve year old, and you just describe it as like tasting a mouthful of seawater.
1: It's it's not about just smacking you in the face with a uh, large member of peat. It's um, Oh that sort of member, right? Yeah. Um, <laughs> It's it's all about the sort of the elements and the the different flavors that you get from the island. Mm. Like it, it's got the sort of the sweetness of the heather and mm. uh, and a bit of yeah. Like I the- think
0: it's it it's takes the terroir of Isla, but it removes the peat. So this is what an a Laphroaig would taste like if it wasn't peat smoked. Mm. Well, not necessarily, but it it it's got that sort of degree of this is a flavor of Isla when you take away the smoke.
1: Our blender has carefully selected casks. And this is like... Our a- blender
0: is not the whiskey waffle blender.
1: Yes. Our personal whiskey waffle blender mm. has carefully selected casks with spirit of varying ages. So that tells you it's a NAS straight away. Yep. From our shoreside distillery warehouses to create this distinctive dram... Mm. with its rich characterful heart, typical of Boonhaven. Characterful heart. Now, that's interesting because it does have a sweetness in there, which makes me think of times when I've drunk new make sort of spirit and mm. like a particular sort of the cut of the heart. Well, um,
0: shall we talk about the flavour?
1: Yes, let us do that.
0: So, what, what, like, on the nose, for me, it's got this a sort of a briny thing going on. Not quite Campbelltown levels, but it's still got this sort of cured meat, but a very gentle sort of. I think there's a bit of parmesan to it as well. Yeah, with a bit of parmesan thrown in. Yeah, pear
1: that, that Bacon run parmesan go just so well hand, together. Hand in hand, <laughs> the natural combination.
0: Mm. No, you're right though. It, the, there is sweetness and there
1: is salt. See, I think it's a lighter nose than some of the other Bunnhaven's. I don't. Okay. I don't think it's the best Bunhaven nose that I've smelled. But then again, we must remember that this is a sub-$80 bottle of Mm. Bunhaven. So this is not meant to be the best flavor.
0: Well, a lot of Bunhavens have got a quite... I'd say quite a strong... They've got a reasonably strong sherry influence. I'd say that the sherry influence is not so prevalent here. Mm. This is not as fruity as in like berries, stone fruit. That sort of stuff is not as prevalent here. But it's... Yeah, the the, the pears a, a bit, bit of more polished wood. It it's it's what you get when you mix Springbank
1: with Glenfiddich 12 year old. Mm, interesting interesting combination there. Springbank yeah. with Glenfiddich 12. I I actually get that though. I really do because I was actually thinking a bit space spacey in places there before, but mixing with the briny fishiness yeah. of um Springbank yeah, and a bit of that sherry sort of influence. Mm.
0: Let's uh, let's have a sip. There's enough body there, isn't there? Mm. There's enough. It's oh, not. Oh, it's
1: got that distinctive Bona Havens like sharp, salty back to it. Like,
0: yeah, I mean, I, it's maybe not so much a, a whole mouthful of salt water, but you're certainly sort of mm. licking at the at the waves a little bit. It's got this
1: that the the front of it's actually really nice and soft and round. And
0: I I think there's enough character there that's actually quite interested me um i was kind of thinking it was going to be a little bit tame but i don't think it is
1: i feel like a magician (laughs) who has taken Mm. taken a small sort of smooth rounded copper bowl Mm -hmm. filled with seawater and placed (laughs) the entire thing in my mouth and have swallowed it including the bowl yeah the bowl (laughs) bowl and everything it's like this this smooth sort of warm, coppery coloured sort of thing at first and then the bowl tips and the seawater goes down.
0: Yeah. I, I actually think it's it's there's there's plenty to talk about here, which you know, we we crazy, crazy revelation here. We love to talk about
1: whiskey. There is something to talk about. There's a nice bit of sultaneriness or uh, raisininess in there as well. It's just that sherry influence.
0: Yeah. Not not as much as as the twelve, I don't think, and certainly not as much as an eighteen. But the, the 12-year-old has always balanced the salt and the fruit really well. This hasn't quite got the juggling act quite so down. At it, 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 Various stages, various elements take over a bit. I'd say on the very initial hit of the palate, the salt is a bit strong. And then some of the, the fruit, it's like a sort of stewed thing takes over. Maybe a little bit too much. So the 12 has got a much better balance for me. Um, and that's what lets this one down. But it's still... It's still got
1: something to enjoy. What we really must, and this this is getting back to the crux of what we're basing it on. So, all right, Uncle Dan's has twelve year old for one hundred and five bucks at the moment. So, yeah, that's that's sort of taking that's the comparison. So, Sturada at say eighty. Yep. We must look at is this acceptable? So, I want Buena Haven, but I don't want to pay above a hundred for it. Is this an acceptable bottle to drink,
0: or conversely, would you pay an extra twenty or an extra twenty-five to get the twelve? Mm. Because the answer to the first question you ask is yes, this is acceptable. Absolutely, I, I, think, I, is, I think so. Yeah, this
1: this is this is very drinkable. It's mm. it's not the best Bonnauer in the world, no, but it is also like by no means a bad whiskey. This mm. this this is no Founder's Reserve. No, it is
0: not. And the answer to the second question, is it worth spending an extra twenty bucks or twenty five bucks to get the twelve year old? I'm leaning towards yes as well. Yeah. I, I still think that maybe for an extra twenty I would like to get the twelve year old. But
1: if you can't afford the extra twenty.
0: It's only twenty bucks though, guys. An extra twenty you can get the twelve year old. <laughs>
1: Still, i th- I think this is perfectly acceptable, particularly yeah, if you just want a Bonneville to share around with friends as well. Like, mm. this is this a camping whiskey? Is it? No, it's no, it's possibly too expensive for a camping whiskey.
0: I don't know. A fishing trip. Gosh, it'd go well as a fishing trip because mm. we go on so many fishing trips. Just uh, you, putting you, it out there. You
1: get uh, seasick at the side of water <laughs> on, on TV. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, it would go down very well. At the end of the day, after some fishing and having like cooking up the fish and having some nibbles and things, yeah, uh, is it still a bit too expensive? Is it is it take eighty bucks? Is that up in the, that next category that's above camping whiskey? I don't know. It's certainly enjoyable. So who 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 are we be making a recommendation to? Luke, yes, that's right. Luke, yes, we think that it is. It, look, if you want if you want to lash out, particularly particularly if it's on special, if you want to. Just grab one. Mm. Definitely worth definitely worth the buy. Something to have on your shelf.
0: Yeah, but me personally, I think if I was to mm. consider buying a an entry-level Buena and I think I'd still spend a little bit extra and get the 12.
1: Yeah, I think I'm the same. Mm. Uh, in terms of rating? Mm.
0: I mean, I think it falls squarely in the three category. I
1: think it falls squarely. It's it's not
0: pushing the top level of the three for me, certainly. It's just at the, the lower end of the three, but it's better than the two. I don't,
1: I don't think it's even really particularly pushing... The lower end of three I think it. I think it's Solidly average mm.
0: <laughs> Yep So all of our Drinking buddies That have got some In the mail Are going to be Ecstatic to find out Our opinion about that But maybe you guys Found some flavours That we found Maybe you got some Completely different ones Maybe someone at home Has also got a bottle Of Sturata 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 And um, you know I- I'm really interested To see what other people think So leave us a comment Get in touch Send us a carrot pigeon
1: Uh, yeah, I was just complaining before to Nick that I always struggle to find the right... right stru- I, that he I struggles always, to find the right words. Yeah, I always struggle to find the right knob um, on my microphone stand. Smash Session or saver?
0: Alright then, Ted. Smash Session or saver coming right at you. These are your three options. Um, number one, the green spot. Okay. Number two, the red-breast 12-year-old. Okay. And number three, the Connemara.
1: Hmm.
0: So what's my theme? Irish. Irish, yep.
1: Irish. Irish is my theme. <laughs> 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 U- uy- U- Irish said in a West Country accent, yeah, not true. an Irish one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm going on my tractor. Ah, <laughs> uh, right. So, green spot. Single pot still. Red breast. Single pot still. And Connemara.
0: Um. Yeah. Different. Irish and peated. Well, Irish peated. It's mm. <laughs> not easy, is it?
1: No. I don't like to make it like, easy for you. The t- the temptation is to like sit on a peat, but that's thinking about an I- uh an Isla peat. Mm. This is an Irish peat. Yeah. Um. I I'm actually going to smash that Connemara. Yeah. Because it's not my favourite peated one in the world. Hmm. It's not. It's not. It's not the best pated sort of combination. It's. It's got that sort of coolly
0: rubberiness. Yeah, my my tasting so, note for the Connemara, bicycle tyres. Yeah, I'm gonna. But I'm again, gonna like a lot that. of people do, really, really like that. So I reckon there's a lot of people shouting at their podcast apps right now, on trains all over Sydney, <sighs> all over Melbourne. There is people just angrily giving us daggers.
1: Here's where I'm struggling a bit. I haven't really properly had enough red breast you own a bottle I I, I do own a bottle and by
0: default d- because I was gonna claim it but, but the fact we were offered a bottle of green spot and red breast and uh, because you already had the, the, the green point, spot
1: yep. you took the red breast yep. um,
0: whereas I I quite covet the red breast
1: yeah we will crack into it um, some say but Just, I haven't I've had enough, this before I haven't had enough red breast so in in light of that and the fact that I own green spot I I'm actually going to session the green spot. I'm going to save the red breast. I'm going to take the time to sort of think, really think about what the red breast means. Mm. Yes. Yeah, so, smash Connemara, session the green spot, savor the red breast.
0: Yeah. Um. You want to know something really crazy?
1: Uh you're complete opposite.
0: Uh close, but no. I'm the exact same. Um. <laughs> I. I. I'm. I'm with you actually because the the connemara I, I just don't love i know a lot of people really like it and we're offending people but for me it's not not my not my dram it's not my favorite but the which brings two very similar whiskies but i think the green spot for me is that bit more sessionable the mm. red breast is really interesting because there's a 15 year old as well if you can get your hands on it um, it's pretty rare but the the red, red breast, breast red breast the red breast is is just it's like a, a little a little window to another world of another level of Irish whiskey that we haven't really tried. Mm. It's just hinting at what could be. But you have tried, I do believe, another one that I didn't include here, the yellow spot.
1: I have had the yellow spot. Is that
0: like an older age statement of the green spot?
1: (sighs) Yes. I think the green spot is a 12-ish. Traditionally, yeah. And the yellow spot is like a 14, 15-ish... Yeah.
0: Can't remember so,
1: precisely, but yeah, it, but, uh, was, it was good.
0: Yeah, yeah. But again, like Redbreast has a 12 and a 15, if mm-hmm. you can find the 15. Um, there's a green spot and a yellow spot, but they, I don't think they traditionally,
1: really... Traditionally, there's a blue spot and a red spot and a yellow, a green spot and a yellow spot. All the spots.
0: If you can memorise all those age statements, you're doing a good job. And there's a there's a spotty man. Oh, super Ted. <laughs> <laughs> Voiced by John Pertwee, believe yep. it or not. Right? A very camp John Pertwee there. Yep. I Love it. Spotty Man made Super Ted, didn't he? Yep. Oh no No, he, mother, he, mother 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 no, Nature. He he brought Super Ted to life and then they both went off to see yep. Mother Teresa or whatever.
1: Mother Teresa.
0: Yeah, he gave a, a spoon, a silver spoon of
1: <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's right actually, yeah. Spotty Spotty Man yeah. Animated him <laughs> yep. and then took him to a uh a drug dealer. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, any other Super Ted fans out there? Yep. Um, if so, please get in touch. There you go. So there's another Smash Session or Saver for you.
1: Is it an Irish rubberiness?
0: Waffle, waffle, waffling with.
1: Okay, so today on Waffling
0: With, we are in the... Slightly cramped HQ of the Whiskey Club, and we're sitting next to Mr. Bertie Case, And Thank you so much for having us in your little domain here.
2: Oh, Den. Yeah. Yeah, Thanks, yeah. boys. It's uh, oh, yeah, yes. good, to, uh, good to be on, and uh, yes, cramped because, uh, you know, there's boxes of whiskey sitting everywhere, so oh. exactly as you'd expect a Club HQ to be. Exactly.
1: So when did, when did you and Emily decide to um, start up the Whiskey Club? How did, how did that sort of come around <laughs>
2: Uh, it was an idea that had been bubbling along for a while and uh, I guess the motivation for it was just to see if we could get, um, if you think about it in context, in, in, in context sorry, um, Australia you know, still does only get or account for a very small part of the, uh, of the global whisky industry. Mm-hmm. Um, it's getting bigger, yeah. um, but uh, in terms of global allocation of, of, of liquid, um, Australia gets quite a limited range. Um, of what the rest of the world gets um, and obviously having you know worked in the UK in, 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 in the drinks industry you know we'd obviously been exposed to a lot of really really good whiskey um, and we'd um, you know I guess the idea was to see um, if we could start a buying group effectively or a whiskey club mm. that could uh, you know that could work together to get um, you know to get whiskies that you don't normally find uh, in the country. Mm. Um, and that's kind of the logic for it and when we first started it was really we thought okay look you know, Get a couple of hundred people together. We'd be flying, you know It's, it's never gonna get my, you know, it'll always be you know, We we always thought it'll just be like, you know Sort of something that we do on the side yeah. and uh, you know the benefit of it is that we get good whiskey And that was mm. sort of always the idea, but yeah, we launched it in July of 2014 and uh, Look very quickly. We realised that it wasn't just us, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, they were, you know, that they were keen for, uh, you know, for whiskies beyond the uh, beyond what was on the shelves, and, and very quickly it took off. You know, we were within probably six months. We realised, uh, you know, we we're onto something here. And people, you know, and and, and 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 we really need to be uh, putting some serious effort into it, and so yeah. off it went.
1: Well, there are other whiskey clubs around. So why do you think yours sort of, yeah? You, you sort of had this meteoric rise. How do you think your point of difference has sort of, yeah, helped, helped with that?
2: Oh, look, I guess we've, we've, a couple of things. I mean, we, as a club, we always put the member first. So I guess that's always been our, um, our philosophy and it is till today, you know, we, uh, we invest heavily in making sure that the business always puts, or the club always puts members first. And I guess the, 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 the sort of written rule or the motto here in the office is um, you know, always treat members the way you would actually want to be treated if you're on the other end of the phone. Yeah. Um, and so I, I guess that level of care and, and dedication to making sure that we deliver the absolute best service that we possibly can, I think, has been key to it. And then, of course, the whiskey itself. You know, so we've very quickly, we were able to, I guess, with our contacts in the trade. Um, very quickly start to access whiskies that weren't readily available, but really good whiskies yeah. that weren't readily available. And, and very quickly we started, you know, within a year or so, we were starting to get some access, some really, really, really good liquid. Yeah. Um, things that weren't destined for Australia were suddenly coming in here, yep. um, you know, exclusive to the club. And yeah, look, very simply, it's, uh, we're Australia's biggest whisky community and soon to be the world's. Mm-hmm. Uh, as we uh, as we keep growing, um, and look, you just get to be part of a really, really special group. You know, everyone uh, every it's a group of very like-minded individuals who all uh, you know enjoy whiskey and enjoy a good time. All our whiskies are exclusive to the club, you know, and, uh, and that's not just you know saying it. I mean, we we, we actually work with distilleries in Scotland and across the world, indeed, um, to actually make. Exceptional whiskey, especially for our members.
0: Yeah, and so it did expand um, faster than you expected. How did you handle that? With I guess getting the bottles, like making sure there's enough for everyone. Has that been a challenge? It has
2: been. Um, it's yeah. There've been a couple of months where we've been caught offside. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, notably when we launched the. Um, I'm just looking at the uh, When we did the uh, the Valentine's Milton Duff. You know, that we got caught offside a bit with that one. Um, we got caught offside with, uh, it was obviously hugely popular, and the first time we could actually taste an official, you know, Valentine's blend being broken down into its constituent malts, and that was hugely popular. Um, we were caught offside with the launch of the Abelauer mm-hmm. Um Obviously, the Offerman edition caught us massive yeah. offside. <laughs> I wish we had more of that. Yeah. Um so yes, there have been times like that, mm. um, and in particular, obviously now, uh, you know, when we launched our new website yeah. um, in April this year, um, and then obviously going into uh, going into COVID, mm. we have been caught uh, yeah. offside a little bit. You know, we uh, we the first lark, the green lark that we did in June, yeah. um, that one uh, was a bit short. Yeah. But I think going forward now, we've actually caught up. With the new, um, you know, with our new, uh, with our new run rate, I guess we've, you know, we've grown really, really aggressively in the last probably four or five months. Yeah. Um, I don't think through any fault of our own, it's more just being in the, you know, mm-hmm. but it's more just a market factor. You know? Yeah, people are looking online, for exactly. Yeah, yeah. Look, online generally has, has has seen a bit of a surge, yeah. and we've been part of that, which is great. Yeah. Um. Oh, so really yeah,
0: positive, know. but also. <laughs> kind of scary
2: <laughs> yeah it's been challenging but we have fortunately we've had a great support again from the trade and guys have pulled all kinds of levers to get stock in You know, we've guys have been air freighting things in for us to make sure there's enough for our members because that's obviously always the main priority is making sure there's enough liquid for the members yeah. um, and that's been great You know, obviously the, another thing that's been very good is, is, is working with the local trade we brought in our, um, in our local range mm-hmm. um, in November last year um, you know, doing obviously a local whiskey each month has been fantastic. Working with the guys um, and seeing some amazing whiskies coming out of Australia has been awesome.
1: So, um, how does how does the selection process work then? So, what what goes into it? Like, do you do you have a lot of creative control over what? I suppose maybe back in the early days, you might have just sort of gone along and said, "Can I please have some whiskey? And they'll go, "Okay, well, we've got this. You can have." But these days is it more you sort of get into ter- talks early on maybe sort of say what sort of things you're looking for
2: or? yeah it's actually been like that since the beginning um, Ted we've um, all along we've always ranged about six months out now nowadays we work you know close to 18 months out and you know in order to qualify to be a whiskey club whiskey this has always been the rule from, 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 from day one it needs to pass you know we've got a tasting panel and it has to pass the tasting panel so there's at least three or four of us. That are always on that panel tasting and making sure you know it passes standards Nigel is uh, is very much um, my trusted uh, advisor so you know we' or, or, like or, or, <laughs> 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 or rather Emily and I as trusted advi- you know uh, advisor when we come to uh, when we come to tasting whiskey so you know Emily and I'll um, taste them and uh, and Nigel and I'll have solid tasting sessions yeah and Emma as well of course but uh, yes, you know we, we 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 obviously work through, and um, as I say in the early days, um, you know we'd get three or four options. Yep. We'd uh, we choose the best one, and off we go. You know, um, each month. Nowadays, of course, it's different because you know, working that far in advance, uh, a huge amount of work goes in. Particularly with the volumes we're doing now, more often than not, it's a special run that's being done or a production run being done for the club. Um, so we're actually working as part of Disteries's, uh NPD plans, the new product development plan. So, you know, let's say we're looking at something 18 months from now, we'll be, you know, the conversations we're having at the moment, we're talking sort of, what, early 22? Um, and so the conversations are sort of going, okay, well, cool, what liquid you guys have available? What's coming out? What profile are we looking for? Um, and the Distilleries will go away and say, okay, well, look, here are the, uh, you know, here are sort of two or three options of, uh, of what's available in 18 months' time, what's going to be drinking well, you know, always looking for stuff you know, that's got decent age in them, you know. Personally, I like whiskies around that. Anything from a 12 to a 16-year-old, I think the, uh, um are still young enough to have a lot of the spirit influence there. Yeah. The barrel often hasn't taken over too much by that point, yeah. and you get a good, vibrant whiskey. It also fits in, of course, very well with our price point, but we have had instances where we've been able to access, you know, 18 and even 20-year-old whiskeys that, 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 that obviously still fit within our, uh, within our price range, which is awesome when we can do that. Yeah. Um, and we obviously try and do that as much as possible so we can deliver the best value for members.
0: Yep. Yeah. cool. So have there have been, I know this is going to be a very difficult question, there have been some favourites for you over the years. Uh, any picks, any standouts that just, yeah, you remember that
2: particular release? Yeah, there have been a number of them, obviously everyone. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's a hard question. Um, I think personally some standouts over the years, there was a um, there was an Ardmore batch that we did in November of just got to catch me seventeen thanks Nage, <laughs> Um that I was very fond of. Right. I remember being <laughs> incredibly fond of that when it came out. Um, we did a um, we did a series of Benriak fifteen year old cask finishes back in the days before. Then I think this, the equivalent product now is almost twenty years old. Um, if you can get them. There's the Ben Reak 15-year-old port car, uh, Tawny Port and the PX Cast that are still quite... And they memorable probably because they're some of the very earliest whiskeys and they still very much see it in my brain. Yeah. In more recent times, um, our Starwood from last April mm-hmm. was incredible. Obviously, the Glendronic 15 yeah. is always going to be a, yeah. f- a favourite. That Bladnock 10-year-old cast strength was very, 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 very good. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm particularly fond of the Green Lark that yep. we did a couple of months ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, oh, I love that one. No, way, yeah, incredible. Yeah. The, helliest car, the helliest single cast that we did with a Glen Grant a few months ago yeah. um, was unbelievable. Hmm. What else have we had? Oh, the, the, uh, the Glen you know, We've done a lot of Glen Rothys over the years. That Whiskey Makers cut from a few Christmases ago was also sensational but I mean I could probably sit here you know if you yeah. give me another half an hour I'll probably mention <laughs> yeah. I'll probably run through every single whiskey you've ever done yeah and
0: it's nice to have a, yeah a certain period of time linked with a different bottle though as well oh, so mm-hmm. you can bring back different memories absolutely um, yeah. even you know some of the f- your favorite memory um whiskeys might be just associated with your favorite memories as well yeah that's right yeah so that's the nice thing about whiskey time club, and place
2: absolutely mm-hmm. you know your senses and and, and re- really immersing yourself in a malt at the right time is uh is all part of the experience, as you guys know. Shall we? Um, shall we share our motto about Whiskey Club with Bertie? Yes,
1: or? I think we should. So we <laughs> we have a quite quite often with some of the whiskies that we get, we'll sit on them for a long time and sort we'll of sit find, on the shelf and say, yep, yeah, we we'll that. We we just we'll find the need occasions, yeah, find that certain <laughs> occasion it's just is right to open it. But we've we've got a strict motto with Whiskey Club, which mm-hmm. we think works for us, which is Whiskey Club is for drinking.
2: Absolutely. And yeah. So, yeah, absolutely.
0: We, we, we open it. We've got a few bottles open now Good. since we've joined the club. and oh, well, I mean, All of them, so we get to compare them all. So, yeah. yeah, and have been enjoying them very much. Yeah, I yeah. mean, my, my, um, what is it, the...
2: Glenn is running a bit yeah. lower. Oh just, now there's another incredible risk. In fact I had some about two nights ago yeah. to remind <laughs> myself. That is a sense and in fact, you know, we, we fortunately did, now that's another one we got caught short a little bit on. Mm-hmm. Um, but there is more of the fifteen coming. In fact we'll have some around Christmas time for everyone to missed out. So yep. that is an incredible risk. You heard it too. here first. Yeah. 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 Um, just say I agree with you guys, in terms of whiskies that get we, we, we actually have a rule at home, Emily and, I, and no matter what uh, what whiskey turns up at the door, you open it immediately yep. there's no point in letting uh, letting whiskey sit there for a rainy day that way at least you can say that you've tasted it
1: yeah
0: yeah, yeah wonderful well, thank you so much for uh, yeah thanks so much for taking the time. We say it to be nice no. and concise and we waffled. Um, I think we all three of us did some fine waffling there so.
2: thanks guys, yeah no, no, I, I really appreciate that. it uh, yeah next time um can uh, organise to have a, a bit of a drink as well. Yeah, sounds yeah. good to know. No, <laughs> thanks for having
1: us along, and thanks thanks for the team for letting us share your office. well. Pleasure. <laughs> <laughs> forcing it. you to be so quiet in the background. <laughs> yeah,
2: thanks, thanks guys. Yeah, awesome. Cheers.
0: There is actually so much more to that interview with Bertie that we did. We waffled for about half an hour or more, actually. Um, we chatted about his time at... Sullivan's Cove and, and the winning cask there and a little bit more about his background but yeah we just couldn't fit it all in the episode but you can actually access the full interviews that we do on Waffling With. Our official Wafflers on Patreon and all the tiers above that get access to the full interviews each month. So if you're interested in that go on to our Patreon and check it out because um, Bertie's a, a great guy and had some fascinating tales to tell. All of them are worth listening to. <laughs>
1: Well. Indeed. Well, well,
0: well. Are you well, Ted?
1: I am fairly relaxed, I would say.
0: Yeah, it is the end of the podcast recording session.
1: We've, yeah, we've had some really interesting stuff tonight.
0: Yeah, we had a mixture. We had a mixture. I mean, obviously, we had our stew rata to, to taste and, uh,
1: and compare. And it was look. It was really interesting talking about um, the whiskey subscription services that you can get into. Um, I yeah, I'm really keen in, um, to hear if anyone out there's yeah on one of them or not.
0: Yeah, it's, yeah. Um, and whether
1: and whether they think that they are the devil or the the, the savior of
0: basically, is it worth it? Is yeah. it worth it? That is the question. But I suppose we should bring this episode to a conclusion.
1: Please uh, remember to check out WhiskeyWaffle.com. Yeah, uh, find us on social media. We're on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter. Uh, yeah, give us comments on social media. We love a good comment. We do like a good comment. Also, please remember to check out our Patreon. Yeah,
0: um, there has been some interesting Faints episodes going up. So the last one featured us singing, which was highly amusing.
1: Oh, no, that was... <laughs>
0: And this one coming up is all about Ben Nevis, so get ready for a drunken ramble about Ben Nevis and why Ted does not like the distillery.
1: I do not like the distillery.
0: <laughs> so that's our faints episode coming up as well. So stay tuned for that.
1: And also, just quickly jump on the Patreon and check out a new artwork by our artist, uh, good artist friend Ariel. Mm. Um, uh, we are carrying up. Our- uh, carrying, our, mm. carrying our carrier pigeon theme over into the Patreon. Yeah, and the now our amazing. levels all have unique artwork um, featuring the one and only carrier pigeon.
0: Yeah, it, not only is it unique, it's very unique. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, definitely worth checking out. So yeah, there's exciting stuff going on for Whiskey Waffle, but that brings us to a close for the for the end of November. So yeah, the next episode is our Christmas one. So stay tuned for that.
1: Gosh, it's nearly the end of the year. Where has this year gone?
0: Uh, well, inside mostly. Yeah. I know, I know. Well, I think we should polish off our drams and bid our audience adieu.
1: Adieu! Adieu! From me to you and him. Yep. Good night! Indeed, it's good night from him. It's a good night from him. Excellent.
0: <laughs> no, it's a uh,
1: good night from him, it's a good night from me. Yes, yes, ah, the we, two
0: Ronnies. We've completely failed Ronnie Corbin and Ronnie Barker there, so... <laughs> Nah, cheers, everyone. Bye. And keep on waffling. Good night. Whiskey Waffle recommends you drink whiskey responsibly and only if you're above the legal drinking age in your country. Our lawyers made us say that. Or at least they would have if we actually had
2: lawyers. Obviously the Offerman edition caught us massive (laughs) website. I wish we had more of that.